It's the ABC's High School Teachers Really Need to Know, Season 2, Episode 1, Age Well. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe or buy the books on Amazon.com. I can't believe it has been a couple of weeks since I have been with all of you. Uh, It is good to be back here for a fresh season. I'm well rested. I'm actually recording this during Thanksgiving break and it's all about family and rejuvenation as I always say but we are back and I say we because I'm actually not alone I'm actually uh, joined today by Mr. Garrett Smith and I'll introduce him a little bit better here in just a minute uh, I told you that in season I told you the conclusion of season one that I really wanted to uh, try some things and do some things to add on to uh, just the normal flow of what we've accomplished here in the first season and moving into the second season just uh, one, you know, certainly keep it new and, and, and interesting, uh, but but also uh, just to expand our conversation a little bit uh, in this season. I think you'll see some differences. Uh, differences, I think, additions is the best way to say it. Um, you know, we've I, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to um, just just really get. Uh, just just to get to know my following and, and the audience out there, it's been so special. And by the way, during the break, during the couple of weeks that uh, I didn't I didn't record new episodes, uh, I have enjoyed um, I ha- I've really enjoyed the back and forth uh, with so many of you. And, and and again, I tell you all the time, what keeps me going in this medium is is just the connection with my audience and 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 just the opportunity to uh, keep getting better. And that's what it's all about. So uh, this week's episode is age well. And uh, before I go any further, I do want to introduce um, Mr. Garrett Smith, as I said I would here a minute ago. I want to introduce him. This uh, is such a pleasure to have him. Uh, hello, Garrett. Well, hello. <laughs> it's, uh, it is a pleasure to have him on the podcast. Uh, Garrett had, you know, I, I've known Garrett for several years. Uh, this is his uh, fourth year teaching, is that right, Garrett? Fourth year. That's right. All right. So, uh, and 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 luckily, you know, after years and years of trying to get him at the same place in which I teach, uh, I, I finally been successful with that and so we're actually teaching together at the same school uh and and it's been a i think it's been a pretty good time don't you think i think so it's uh uh, it's probably been an adjustment for you know for you coming from such a different place but it's it's been awesome to have you there and then meeting new people and 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 i know on our end it's certainly been amazing uh but the reason i thought that uh this is such a great episode to, to bring Garrett in. Garrett, I know Garrett, you can hit me in the head if you want, but I'm, I'm going to say this to you. Garrett's a little bit younger than me. Um, he's got a little bit, uh, I, let's just say I'm, I'm a little more, uh, how do you put it? Um, I've got more. Seasoned. Seasoned, I like that. Seasoned. Yes, all of us, we're seasoned. Um, a little bit more seasoned, but I, I think that for this episode, uh, and honestly, I think it'd be awesome to have you on any episode, any, any week, um, but I, I really do think for this particular episode where we're talking about age, well, seeing that contrast between our ages and our experience, um, some things are different, but it's amazing. I, I feel like, I don't know what you think, I mean, I, I feel like teaching is the same, um, you know, as the years go by, kids Kids are kids, and you know technology changes. Sure, and all the you know requirements of of the world politically, and you know of, of late the pandemic uh, certainly pull more from us as teachers. But in the end of the day, teaching's teaching, and kids are kids. That's, right. that's all I think. Um, but I, before I get much further into the content of the episode, I wanted to ask you just a couple of questions, if you didn't mind sharing. Um, what 
kind of drove you to teaching? Tell a little bit about your background and what made you decide that you wanted to 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 be a uh, an education superhero. Um, well, it's always been in the back of my mind. It was never a forefront thought. Um, I always planned on being someone who worked in an industry and then went into teaching as like a retirement plan, uh, particularly in chemistry because that was my undergrad. Um, I worked particularly with freshmen when I was in college as the lab TA for four straight years. So that's kind of the age group I really enjoyed. That's the content I enjoyed. Um, And so I was like, well, it would be fine to teach this at a community college level or maybe even a high school level way down the road just as like a fun hobby. Um, But never did I imagine it would lead to me teaching full-time um, due to a lot of indecisiveness and um, some analysis paralysis. I ended up not knowing what I was doing for grad school upon graduation. And so got a phone call uh, from my previous employer asking if I could come teach chemistry. And well, I said, sure. If I, that means me getting out of my parents' house, absolutely. <laughs> so I did. And then upon the interview, get immediately offered the job. And they say, by the way, you're also going to be teaching anatomy and physiology and biology. And I'm like, oh, all right. Um, and that's really what threw me into teaching. And then, of course, the timing of it was so strange because this is 2019 going into the fall. Um, crushing it, in my opinion, not to like brag or anything, but I'm teaching two subjects that are completely out of my wheelhouse, learning as I go. And that was one of why I wanted to do grad school, too, even, was the fact that I wanted to keep learning things. And it was just a different method of learning versus someone teaching me. I was uh, learning myself. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm not to interrupt you, but yeah. I, I just I love what you just said uh, because you, you know it's it it's about learning and talking about wanting to you know grow and and do those things. That's really uh, you know what we want in our students and right. to have teachers that have that. Uh, it, it, it's special because, and I, and I think that's important because if you want kids to grow and and stay curious and stay motivated, we've got to be like that ourselves. Right. So I think that's great. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah, so back into the somewhat of teaching. So again, like I said, it was fall of 2019. And so the plan was, all right, I'm going to go to this school for a year. This has been like a good trial run. Kids are crazy. And at this point, I am 23 teaching 18-year-olds. So let me tell you, that was that was a challenge in itself. And we can hit back um, on that in a little bit. But um, yeah, and then of course COVID hit. And then that kind of just through the trajectory, I'm sure for everyone who's listening who is an educator, that it was just a different uh, ballgame. And so that threw my grad school plans uh, to the side and honestly made me dive deeper into my content in ways I could expand on teaching it. Um, I was learning the content myself as a first-year teacher and what are the methods to getting this content across. And then now I'm having to navigate it on a completely new field, as many of us were. Um, And honestly, I just grew to love it and then never even gave grad school another thought for now. And so um, I'm content where I'm at with teaching. That's awesome. And, you know, it's it's in, in case you're wondering, and I've already kind of alluded to this, uh, it, you know, talking to the audience here, I, I, I've already alluded to why I wanted to bring him in. And, and he actually said it. It's because, uh, again, you're dealing with, you know, you hear from me each and every week and you hear pointers from me. And I love bringing in, and now Garrett's not a new teacher. He's been teaching for, you know, a few years now, um, two schools, a few years. Uh, but you see that despite that, um, the differences, you, you're, I think you're hearing pretty much the same thing. And you're going to, especially as we delve a little bit deeper into this week's topic, which of course is aging well. Um, if you had to give yourself some advice, you know, to your earlier self, you know, four years ago when you started teaching, what what, what do you think 
you might would say. Putting you on the spot a little bit. That's fine. Um, that's a tough one because I think in the very beginning, I was so used to my seasoned teachers, and they were my favorite ones, the ones who knew their content, had mastered their content, sure. and knew extra about their content. That's part of the reason I didn't want to jump into teaching right away mm-hmm. is because my favorite teachers were ones who had had previous experience first before they went into teaching. I feel like they related their content well, knew of it outside of the classroom, which I feel like a lot of teachers, well, if they went to school in education, sometimes they only focus on content. Here's what it is in the classroom, but they have a hard time relating outside the classroom. Um, and so, kind of lost track of the question for a second. That's, that's okay. I was just, I was just asking you if you had to give yourself some advice, there you know, go. for four years ago. Right. Uh, what, what maybe would you, would you? Yeah. So content, that was my biggest thing is I was such a stickler for content and the pace that I had to move that I missed the aspect of like one, engaging with kids right off the bat, two, doing, uh, honestly, just making more activities for the kids. I was so stuck on the fact of lecture, 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 test, lecture, 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 test consistently. And man, my first year, I got through so much content, but realized that I didn't provide them any extra activities kind of outside the class either outside the classroom or just anything other than lecture notes quiz repeat and test repeat um and granted i still had a good relationship with my kids but i think i was so stuck on that and i think if i didn't lecture enough i would have been criticized um and then of course as i've gone on i've realized there's so many other ways to get content across then besides lecture follow the same pattern follow this traditional method of all right here's your notes here's how we're going to take notes um here's your test and repeat so i think that was constantly one of my biggest takeaways was diversify my teaching and you're still going to get the same results if not better results yeah and usually cover the same pace and that's what's interesting again going back to this episode with aging well and and i think despite our age and experience differences uh, it's uh, you know it's it's consistent because I felt the same way I think and when I entered the K twelve classroom from higher education it was that struggle it was the same struggle and ultimately the realization that one we had to be yes we had to be content proficient mm-hmm. but we had to be really good at relationships we had to be really good at coaching and and really in diversifying our instructional strategies and right. assessment strategies and just all the practices that that go into being uh, an effective educator so it, you know again it's 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 age difference and experience difference yet again the same conclusions time and time again so getting into um some some things that i think are really important for teachers to be successful and and, and just feel free to chime in yeah, on these uh sure. garrett because um you know when i want to talk about aging well is really two sides of this right when you talk about aging well and as an educator we really want to do that um we want to age well and and what i mean by that is we want to be uh aging well as an individual um and and yet we want our content at the same time to also uh, right. age well mm-hmm. and and at least to the, the best of our ability because things change no matter what subjects we teach or you know because of technology and and, and more importantly the applications mm-hmm. of what we teach those are going to be changing but if we can keep our lessons and our content uh, as current as possible right. uh, and as modern as possible I think we're a lot more successful um, but let's 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 kind of break that up and, right. and deal with the um, the you of it all um 
you know, you, you said that I was seasoned, and I, and I love that. Uh, us older folks really love being called seasoned by younger folks. I, I can assure you um, it's one of our favorite things. <laughs> that's, age well. That's age well. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I, you know, I hate, I hate when people say age gracefully. Age right. gracefully. Um, I don't want to age gracefully. I want to age well. Yeah. Um, but what is it that I mean when I talk about um, aging well? Well, when it comes to the you of it all, I never want to be that cranky, old, just absolutely out of touch teacher right. that has no idea. And I think we've all been in classrooms mm-hmm. that way as students, don't you? Think? Have you been no, in one of where you feel like you're in a classroom with somebody who just really doesn't understand me, right. what I'm going through, uh, and and can't relate? Have right. you been in those? Oh, hundred percent. And it's I have plenty of those teachers. And it's and it's miserable, isn't right. it? And so. When I say age well, that's number one to me when on the you side of it all. You can control that. You 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 can absolutely do everything you can to relate to your kids. Um, avoid being that one who does nothing but complain about kids and complain about the education system. I always talk about Garrett on here. Uh, control what you can control. Right. I've got better things to do and, and too many things to do to right. complain about the system all day. Are you right. the same? Oh, 100%. There's a billion things I can say about education and where it's going and what's going on with it. But, I mean, at the same time, I'm, it's not going to affect whether I stay or whether I go at this point. So Well, and also in the classroom, like when you're delivering content, yeah. knowledge, and skills, uh, that's not on my mind. Is it on yours? My not focus is on the kids. It's, yeah, it's kids. I mean, the content, I mean, I know it's got to get covered, and it will get covered. But at the same time, I'm going – it's really controversial, but I'm almost going at the kid's pace. Yeah. Like, I know that's really like, ah, oh, but my kids, they, they're going to say they don't get it, and we can just keep going in this same loop and same loop. I mean, like, I feel like you don't have that problem out of kids if your kids like you to a degree. Yeah. Like, maybe that's a controversial opinion, but I don't know. I think that comes down to a relationship with your kids. Well, I, you know, referring back to last season, I did an episode um, talking about like being liked. Right. Um, not acting their age, of course. And, right. You know, it is respect first, but... There, you know, kids like adults don't learn from people they don't like. Exactly. Um, it's it's and and so I think that's important. It's the relatability factor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to age well. And again, I, you know, visit their world. It's okay to. I, I say this all the time. Call a time out and talk about Spider Man. Right. Uh, or, or you know, just live in their world a little bit. Don't stay and over, over you know where where out right. you're welcome. But but it's important to do those things. I, I think it's important. I I think you have to also in the you of it all. You know, as you you battle, because anyway, you no matter what, you can relate to to anybody on this planet as a human, at least on the human condition. Mm -hmm. And so they may be fourteen, and you may be whatever, whether you're twenty four or whether you're you know in your forties or uh, you know sixties, whatever. You can relate to the human condition. You can relate to relationships. You can relate to the struggles in life, and you know. And I think you have to do those things. But a big part of making sure that you, uh, I, I guess, age well is to embrace who you are. Right. When you play pretend and you either try to act their age mm-hmm. and don't um, embrace who you are, the fact that you are yeah. in a different stage of life, uh, don't hide from that. Embrace it. What do you think right. about that? Um, I think one of the a great piece of advice, and a t- I don't want to say terrible piece of advice because it kind of worked. Um, I got the don't smile till Christmas um, <laughs> talk when I first started. Did you get one of those jaded conversations? I experienced sure teacher? did. I did too. I said, don't smile till Christmas. And let me tell you, that was the only advice I really had going in because I got hired two weeks going into the school year. 
<laughs> no classroom experience whatsoever. I just knew some content, and that they they said that was enough. The best you had to figure the rest out. I right? figured the rest out, and so they were like, "You're going to be getting some kids who are troubled in the classroom. You're going to get some crazy. You're going to get some smart." But like, the best advice is don't let them in and don't smile till Christmas. And I made it till about November, um, <laughs> and that's still terrible. And it was so hard; like it was draining. Whoever um, told you that? Yeah, it was probably one of these cranky old <laughs> that we're talking about. Right. It was and, just a very traditional mentality, and I mean, it did work. It did set a tone. Like, let me tell you, the very first day, I wore a suit, which was not very traditional at this school. <laughs> I also walked around with a measuring stick, like a yardstick, and was like walking around with it as a walking stick, and would like tap it really loud, and like. Had this like fresh dictator personality, fresh out of the 1930s. Right. I love that self reflection. Right, and I'm looking at it like it worked, but at the same time, like that is not who I am. Yeah, and if you and if you really believe that relationships and coaching uh, is important, then that probably interfered with that. That's oh, probably 100%. on that list of things you wish you could go back and tell. Oh, 100. You know what I mean? That's not going to work. Um, and for the record, by the way, uh, after having worked with him now for several months and knowing him for years and uh, and how he's dressed now, by the way, uh, he is not in a suit and he does not teach in a suit and he does not carry the yardstick. So I think that's really important advice to be yourself and mm-hmm. no matter what, but I did get one of this. I, you know what? And by the yeah. way, when I said old, um, I don't mean that in age per se. This may be right. kind of uh, out there, but I, when I say old, I mean the mentality that you are old. Um, mm-hmm. You can be young. I always say chronological age doesn't matter as long as you're young in the mind. You can be young at 65. You know, right. you are the decision maker when it comes to old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a mindset. And, and that's when I say embrace who you are. Uh, you know, don't stop being who you are. Uh, make sure also that you don't feel like in the classroom you have to settle for being this way or that way because you are older or more experienced. Mm-hmm. I think that's, a, you know, a lot of times you mentioned, you know, you always were listening to seasoned teachers. That's important because they have experience. Right. But also I'll talk about a lot, owning your own style and how you have to be able to integrate those things and, and, and take those things and put them on a shelf and, and use that advice and experience mm-hmm. as you need it. Right. Um because we have to be who we are. And, you know, when I say don't settle, I see a lot of people kind of giving up, um, you know, because they feel like they're giving up certain things and elements. Um, maybe they can't do this or that in the classroom because they just feel like right. um, they're too old for that. And right. it's tragic to me. And, and, you know, you talked about that conversation you have, that terrible advice that someone gave you. Um, I had that same situation um, on the first day of where I, I was working. And mm-hmm. somebody said, well, enjoy being a young teacher because as you old, you better be funny because you won't be able to relate. Uh, at the time, I, I just was so turned off by that. And I still am because it's so untrue. And that's the very point right. of this episode is that this whole idea that you can't relate um, just because you're in a different stage of life and you've got more experience, I think that's total nonsense. 100%. And, and it's good to hear you know somebody with your experience saying that mm-hmm. and somebody with you know mine and 22 years of teaching uh, say the same thing. Um, you know, I, I just really think it's important. So don't be cranky. Stay young. Stay young. Remember, it's a mindset. Age well. And if you can start and hold that mentality that, you know, your your job is the same as it always is. Relate and coach. You will be successful. Um, and, and it'll move the needle for your kids because right. you'll be approachable. I mean, do you think? No, 100%. Like- and like, 
you're very much more of a conversationalist than I am. You might not admit that, but you are, uh, especially when it comes to students. And I am, that is just not my style. I am very much more of an actions than a words kind of person. Um, and so, I mean, you giving this advice and I found it to work for myself in my first year too, honestly, just showing up for the kids at random events that they have, whether that is an actual sporting event or if it's an academic competition, I don't know, like who yeah. would show up to an academic competition? But I mean, like just the little things these kids are involved in, what they're passionate about, you see that you care. Um, if they say that you care about what they're passionate about as well, they're going to give you 110% more effort. Definitely. Um, I have one kid, um, his mom actually texted me a few weeks ago. One of the kids I taught in chemistry at my last school, one of the hardest kids I had to teach um, he wasn't a bad kid. He just really didn't want to put in any work. Um, and it took days of working with him after school and all of this and just really not wanting to be in high school and just really refusing to learn content and just sitting down, showing up to his staff, having an occasional conversation with him when it was just us and checking in on him, making cracking jokes with him um, about some of the, the weirdest things. Um, and I got a text from his mom the other day and said he's outperforming every other student in his class in college at chemistry. It's awesome. And he he was a, I mean he was he was a straight F student for me and had to retake me in summer school. Hmm. Um, but I mean I'm just saying being there for your kids, getting them to work for you, even if you don't see it in the classroom, you are making a difference yeah. and they are learning things. Yeah, and, and you know, and as teachers, we live for those success stories. Right. We really do. That's, that's such an awesome story. And, and and look, and all of you out there in the audience uh, listening, I mean, you all have those uh, success stories. It is about relationships. It is about um, making sure that uh, you're there. And like he said, um, we've talked about it several times about how you need to attend those things. You need to be present in their lives. Kind of shifting to the content. You know, I yeah. told you we're gonna we're gonna take this. You know. In, in two pieces in the you at all you of it all and I guess the take home message there is it, it's about a mindset right and a, and a commitment to relationships um, and and understanding that despite your age or, or experience that's not a liability that's that's a plus and 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 it can be true whether you're 23 or 40 it doesn't matter um, you know each each level brings its experience and and brings its advantages and 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 the relationships help carry you through the some of the disadvantages right um, if there are any but on the other side is the content and I want to talk about this too because you want your content to age well uh, and and this is going to help you move the needle as well the bottom line here is you you have to stay current um, you know we talked about the old dusty mm-hmm. cranky teacher classroom right? right well part of that is are you modernizing your content are you modernizing your instructional strategies and approaches? I think that is equally as important to moving the needle, don't you think? Oh, 100%. Um, and I think with sometimes some of the sciences, and especially math, it's really hard to modernize your content. You're like, well, this is what they have to know for next level, so this is what I have to teach. Um, and I think, honestly, like in chemistry, like there's a baseline foundation every kid should know for chemistry, 100%. Those processes, some of that stuff that's really hard to get across – like they need to know that for next level stuff. So whether they see it or not, we can see the picture, but how do you get them to uh, buy in and see that picture as well? Like I taught electron configuration on the quantum level the other day, and it's hard to get a kid to like buy in and be like, all right, why is this important? How is this going to affect me? Um, but I think honestly changing up what you do in the classroom is also just as important as the content itself. So like for that unit, I completely changed up my note style. So I went from very much a PowerPoint presentation to more of a guided note and then activity-based style for that whole unit. 
Um, and honestly, just the fact that I changed up the typical routine of the classroom, I got buy-in towards that material. And so honestly, I, I'm still very much a PowerPoint teacher. That's just my style. Um, but simply just changing it up every now and then created the buy-in and kind of kept the classroom forgetting monotonous for these kids. I mean, you got to look at, again, who your uh, kids are, who your target is. These kids' attention spans are not great and they get tired of monotony. They love some routine, but also they get bored with routine. Um, so what are you doing to change up yeah. your everyday classroom? Yeah. And, you know, and, and I know this, you're going to get, you know, that's what you're going to get when you put two science guys together. Mm-hmm. We're talking about all the chemistry and electron configurations. But really and truly, um, you know, and I said this at the beginning of the episode, too, you know, to reference math. But, you know, the, the thing I hear all the time, particularly from, you know, English teachers and nouns and down and in math, you know, equations are equations and so forth. But it doesn't matter what discipline you're in, because even in math and English, the applications. Right are endless and and so you definitely want to modernize your those applications your approaches and 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 and, and just keep keep the whole process it's always about the process keep your processes modern um without feeling like you have to blow up your entire process because uh, you know as you said you have this style that works for you um whether that be less conversationalist and more direct or or whether you're heavy on powerpoint whatever works for you you, you've gotta you gotta own that style right but as you said and, and and i have said uh, time and time again on, on, on this episode, or excuse me, in the in the various episodes that we've we've been together for, you know, it, it's important that um, that you constantly are innovating right. and 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 mixing up, diversify. That's a great word you used it earlier. You know, you want you want to diversify, 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 right. so that it's not getting old for your kids. Uh, and you know, and I'm you guys who you know in the audience, you, you've known this. I'm, I'm a believer of inquiry based learning and project and problem based learning, where it's open ended and kids can um, take it as far as they're able to take it. And you know, because I always believe that we, you know we're preparing most of these kids for jobs that honestly don't even exist yet and, right. and so um, it, it's just that approach that I, it's all about exposure and and so modernize 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 um, again don't feel old and dusty and, and and I think that will you know go a long way and if you embrace the individual um, you know again going back to relationships and coaching you embrace them you can certainly um, be successful uh, let me ask you this before yep. we close out the episode. Do you uh, do you see yourself, and of course no one knows where we'll be in five right. years, six years, whatever. Um, first of all, do you like teaching? Yes or no? Yes. Do you love teaching? Yes. Do you see yourself um, as you age, as you get more experience, do you see yourself sticking with the profession or are you concerned about uh, just the pressure that uh, – educators are under um and just the world um you know in general i don't know i think education is going to have a education is going to be around like that's where it's going to be it's not like ah the education system's kind of crashing and like teachers are not gonna have jobs anymore no like the education is going to be around and i think honestly the need for educators i mean code was the start of it I know it pushed some teachers to kind of some breaking points, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. it did show a lot of people the need for teachers and how much work goes into the teaching profession and create so a lot of um, positive outlook towards teachers. Whereas even maybe before COVID, I feel like teachers were kind of forgotten about as like 
this is a hard job. Yeah, um, that's that's. And I got. Yeah. I know. I know you're. You're. you're I interrupted you again. Go for it. I just have to say this too because, and a lot of our audience may be older, and you may be in that baby boom, or you may be um, in, in in Generation X, and we always, you know, we give millennials a bad rap, but the, those older generations, a lot of times when it comes to parenting, they're they're oftentimes criticized for kind of you know the participation yeah. trophies and all of that. Right. Um, and and it's kind of funny because during COVID. Uh, they they had to eat a little bit of humble pie, didn't they? Right. And, and show how much um, teach because it felt it felt before yeah. just as somebody was teaching well mm-hmm. before COVID um, that sometimes people just didn't realize our, what our job entailed. Right, and it was almost you, you're done right that the pandemic and and just the politics of mm-hmm. is it, it's just it's kind of given us that appreciation, hasn't it? Hundred percent. I mean, I've enjoyed it a lot more. I mean, the amount of thanks I got, even considering I started teaching six months before COVID, the amount of appreciation I've been shown post versus pre was, has been astronomically different. I got like one or two thank yous like prior to COVID. And then after that, I'm like, thank you so much. I realize how difficult your job is, but like, I don't know. It, it feels good to be appreciated, you know? Yeah, and it's not like we're, you know, we always talk about we're here for the outcome, not the income. Right. We're not here for the data boys and all those kinds of things, but we're human, and that helps. And oh, uh, I anyway, I just think that's a great point. And, and mm-hmm. so, you know, it's good to see people who are newer to the profession, you're newer to the profession, right. not want to run from it. I, I got asked today, in fact... Um, you know, do I love teaching? And I get asked that all the time. Yeah. And, and, and I love my job. I absolutely do love my job. And it's good to see that, again, despite the age uh, and the experience, that you still love it. And if you're on the other end of that spectrum, so let's say you're 58 and you're, you're in that mindset of you're trying to hide, you know, hold on and hide until retirement, um, let me encourage you to grow, uh, to look back at some of these things that we talked about today. Um, and uh, just, just, just hold on, you know. Age well, right? Get out of cranky. Be cranky. Grow, 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 grow. It's, it's time. It's a mindset. You can do it. So, well, look, Garrett. I, I just want to thank you um, on behalf of, of myself and certainly the audience for you joining us. Absolutely. Thanks today. For me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome back anytime. Um, again, it's all about you guys. It's all about you. Um, aging well is about you. Uh, and, and, and making sure that you know, you know, you're doing those things that we talked about today. And then on the content side, making sure that it's not dusty and old, modernize that stuff. You will be so happy that you did. All right. Well, that is it. Again, it's good to be back with you uh, this week. Uh, stay uh, tuned next week to uh, episode number two, Be Consistent. Until then, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe or buy the books on Amazon.com. Until then, we'll see you down the road.